And Yo, we're live and we're live and we're live. Welcome oh God, to the to the Diran Diran Cartel Show. Okay, guys, welcome to episode thirty. This is episode thirty, man. And today, I've got Mister Jay Morton. What's going on? How are we doing, Diran? You all right? I'm excited to have you. Good, same. You're, I think you're my biggest guest. You know, really? Not physically, because you're not that big, but <laughs> you're my biggest yeah. guest, man. Yeah? You're my biggest guest, yeah. Good. I'm buzzing to have you. Before we begin, I ask this to everyone. What's your Nando's order? Um, <clears throat> trying to think. Because I, I go to Nando's quite a bit because I get 20% off for being in the military. What? Yeah, and I've really? never handed my... Um, it's called a Mod 90. And if you show your Mod 90, you get 20% off. Mate, that's enough and for I, me to go to military. Yeah, I never handed it back in. So every time I go in, I just have to put my uh, finger over the date that it expired and just flash it in the face and I get 20% No way. Off. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a medium, medium chicken, half chicken. Yeah. And do you know what? I've gone into, I've gone into salads. I get the Mediterranean salad. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then I get like a side of um, like grains or something like that. No peri-peri chips? No, because I'm shredded, man. I don't eat chips. Mate, you're already in good <laughs> shape, man. You're... You're the guy that you're like you're like you're like the real life action man. Okay, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, that's a big compliment. Yeah. I want to I want to ask you another question actually. Sure. What's um? Did you do a cold bin this morning? Do you know what I didn't? Really? No. Is this so, something that you do every day? Every yeah, try to. I'll probably do like six days out of seven. Um, but obviously the summers it's, it's been the summer, hasn't it? So yeah, the water's not been cold enough. And okay. it's just just now just gone. There was a bit of frost in the air this morning, wasn't there? Yeah. But you had me up at stupid o'clock this morning to Sorry, get to man, London. Sorry, I apologise, man. Yeah. But wh- wh- why do you do that? The bin. Um, What's that? Like? Do you know what? Like, there's loads of like health benefits, isn't like cold water exposure. There's yeah. Loads. If you Google that, there's loads of health benefits yeah. related to it. But for me, do you know what? It's like better than better than having a coffee in the morning. Okay. Like really? if I yeah. So if I just jump out of bed. Like I'm quite a warm sleeper anyway. Yeah. Like sleep with the windows open. Yeah. Uh, so I'll get out of bed and like the first thing I do is just walk downstairs and just jump in the bin. Really? Yeah. That just wakes me up, and then I have coffee. And then Wh- I'm like, where do you get the water from? Is it just from the tap? Like you get it ready from the evening? Like how does how does that happen? No, nah, I keep the same. I keep the same water. Same in. water. Yeah. <laughs> do you jump in the shower after? <laughs> yeah, of course. It's <laughs> like floaters on the top on the top now. I've heard you've got another morning ritual. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else knows about this. You're looking a little bit nervous. I want to know about Jay's curry coffee. Jay's curry coffee? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Sven, isn't it? Sven's yeah. told you about the curry coffee. I, I told him, I was like, you need to give me something. I said, you need to give me something about Ask Jay. Ask about curry coffee. That's, that's, that's our future, man and Sven's. We're going to go into the curry coffee business. I was going to say, you're going to make it a brand? Jay's, um, Jay's curry coffee. That's yeah, because you don't see it over here. You yeah. don't, mate. What yeah. is it? I don't know what it is. What is it? Uh, you put curry and coffee or something? Uh, it looks like so I it's like turmeric coffee okay so it's what's that turmeric you, you know turmeric what's that it's like the orange stuff oh the curries. okay 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 yeah. okay okay why do you say you know that because I'm Turkish <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. said that you're like you I should know that but <laughs> you hey yeah mate you can say whatever the fuck you want you can swear you can act as free like this is just two mates ch- I just put you in the friend zone there. We in the friend zone or what? Are we mates. Yeah, you said wicked. best mates, didn't you? Yeah, best mates. Yeah, I thought so. But I don't need Sven to know about this. That. He might get jealous. Yeah, he won't listen. He won't listen. He won't, yeah, he probably won't. It's listen. me. He's bored of my voice. Yeah, mate. He's he's probably replaying his episode twenty four times yeah, a day, constantly, right? constantly, nonstop. Um, so where are you from? Curry coffee. <laughs> 
You forgot. You asked me what curry coffee was. No, no. Where are you from? Um, Preston. Is Pre- it originally? Yeah. Yeah, Preston, north of England. And then, like, you moved around before the whole military stuff? Yeah. Nah, not really. Like, born in Preston and then stayed there till probably, well, till I joined the army, 19. With family? Uh, yeah, like, all my family's up there. My brother lives up there. My yeah. lives in Manchester. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much as soon as I joined the army. Yeah. Uh, Catrick for six months and Colchester for four years and then obviously moved around whilst you're in the army deployed overseas what, all what was the first thing you said before Colchester uh, Catrick what's that is that like it's even further up north you might not know where it is is that where you have to train yeah so that's basic training so and how old were you then 19 19 okay mm. so you went to college and stuff yeah kind, kind of. of yeah okay. like I did I did um well, I, I said I had to say to people I did a year at college doing uh, sports science, but it turned yeah. out to be less than a year. Really? Yeah, I just hated it. Like, yeah, I like enjoyed playing sport. Um, you couldn't sit still in it. I just don't like being indoors. I don't like. I don't like people telling me like what what to do essentially. Yeah. And like college is that, isn't it? You've got a teacher that yeah. tells you what you should know and tells you what to do. And, like this is how you pass. This is how you, what you have to write to yeah, pass. And it's and, like this is the only way. And yeah, you don't like that. Nah, I hate that. I hate that. I, I'm a bit more free spirited. I like to just do my own thing and yeah, not be sat indoors. And yeah. I don't, do you know what? I don't know. It's probably the same as you. That's why why you're doing what you do. But I like yeah. just I don't know, a bit of nonconformity. But also like just if everyone if everyone's doing like one thing, then yeah, like just do something else. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I always say, like if you find yourself doing what everyone else is doing, you're doing the wrong thing. Hey, yes. That's good. That's a nice little clip for the Instagram yeah. post. That one, <laughs> dropping some bombs there. Would you, so, would you say you were like that in the military? Because that would be hard. Because you have to do. Because you have to be. You can't. Well, you have to do what you're told, right? Yeah. To a, or to us, I don't know. Well, you tell me. I yeah. Mean. So, like, you know, the military's great. Like, obviously, you go through your basic training, and that instills discipline. And yeah, you know, every military guy is disciplined, whatever regiment is in, because you know, essentially, to operate at a high level overseas requires discipline. But yeah. You know, I think the one thing that's probably, you know, old school military and the reputation the military gets is very, like, discipline, like, focused. But, you know, these days, it's especially in the special forces world, it's, you know, freedom of thinking, like, yeah. um, you know, because you've got to be creative, haven't you? You've got to, yeah. you get given... You've got a, to solve problems, right? Of course. Because that's, that's what solving, you are. Yeah, solving problems at a high level under stress. Because um, if you couldn't, you wouldn't be SAS, I'm assuming. That's yeah. why you're there. You're there to solve problems. Yeah, sure. Right? And that's like SAS is like a massive breeding ground for like creativity and, and yeah. free thinking. It's like um, you're all individuals. You, you all bring different skill sets to yeah. a team or a group. And that's what makes it so strong. And everyone's got a different opinion of how you do something or how yeah. you set out on a task. Yeah. And that's like wealth, isn't it? You know yeah, what I mean? You've got, you know, you've got a team that's probably six to eight men. You've got a, a squadron, which is... Yeah full of like 30 blokes and if they're all thinking differently then yeah you know strengthen that do you feel like you keep your friend circles like that now as well like, yeah 100 percent. you know yeah. what i mean it's like yeah. adding but then it's harder to find friends right yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah. yeah it's like having like i say this with me myself james alima uh, my other friend ali whatever like even you you come to the next lads trip mm. and like if you looked at it like you wouldn't think like any of us would be friends. You got a you got a black guy with an Irish accent, <laughs> a Turkish guy that looks like an Bollywood Zach with budgie smugglers on. 
you've got a Welsh guy with a Swedish accent. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, if you look at it, you'd think, how the fuck have these people, like, become friends? Yeah, but mis- I feel like... Mis- misfits that fit. Yeah, but I feel like then, like you said, like, with the whole thing with everyone has their own strengths, mm. I think that's what it should be around because, like, that's how you learn from others, right? Because there's no point, I guess, sounds a bit bad, but hanging out, hanging around with a mate that is kind of exactly the same as you. Yeah, that's boring, man. And, like, do you know what, like... Like talking about your fr- your friend circle, it's like everyone's doing their own thing, right? Yeah. There's energy in that. Everyone everyone's got like energy, and yeah. you know when you all get together, that's more energy. It's yeah. like like you vibe off that, don't you? And you get energy from that. And you know it's like you know it's either that or you go and visit your mates that do the same nine to five job, and yeah. they drink in the same bar and they play football on a Saturday at the same time. And, yeah, you know that for me, it's like. The only thing they've got to speak about is is that right? Yeah, yeah. Is is the shit banter that they've got <laughs> yeah. at work? Fuck, yeah. it's boring though, isn't yeah, it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like fuck me, like the wealth of like stories that yeah. a fucking black Irish dude's got, yeah. like a Welsh Swedish yeah, yeah, trans dude. Exactly. Do you know? There's some stories there. Everyone's got an individual story. Exactly. And I feel like like that sort of like the whole nine to five thing for like for myself, obviously for you as well that sort of commitment like no offence to anyone that is obviously doing that but like it stresses me out yeah sure like yeah. I, I mean if that's, if that's that. your gig like fair play to you and you're yeah. you can hand on heart say that you're that you're happy doing that as well because yes. fucking I, I'll tell you what like half of those people in that city they look fucking miserable come Tuesday and they're all sat self-medicating yes. with booze do you know what I mean yes and you know what I've like when I was PTing in Sydney here as well because actually my old gym is actually around the corner and like all the corporate clients that I had is like and like they're, they're making good money but like they don't seem happy everything is like is pushing towards drugs alcohol and just nothingness do you yeah, know what I mean sad. it's sad it's sad it? but why do you think people find it so hard to break away from that the routine isn't it especially like earning good money like you think you know, you come to the city you're on a you know you're on 100 grand a year yeah that goes at 200 grand a year you've got a wife you've got kids yeah. you buy the house that fits that yeah that lifestyle and that amount of money that you get given it's like and then you can't pull and you, you can't pull out of that yeah you and then the fucking it. risk at being like 35 years old 40 years old and say fuck this i'm gonna go yeah. and work in starbucks and it's be the happiest man alive Do you, you know should I mean? guys you should always pull out just let you guys know yeah, <laughs> you should always <laughs> always always pull out but do you reckon there's um that is that element of like I'm assuming, well, no, I, I guess like the fear of like failing at what kind of doing what you want to do, you know? Because imagine if everyone was like to do and chase what they enjoy, right? Be sick, will right? It'd be fucking amazing. Uh-huh. I reckon they'd be having. Like, I'm excited to wake up in the mornings. Are you like same, that? Same, yeah, like yeah. to tackle whatever. Get in a bin. Yeah, mate. I'm excited <laughs> to get in a bin. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I like You're look a mad forward, man. yeah. <laughs> like, cause I I don't like the evenings. I hate yeah. the evenings. I'm not an evening person. Yeah, like, yeah. cause I'm a doer, right? I need yeah. to be doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be constantly like. I get up in the morning, like have breakfast, drink some coffee, and you yeah. know I start doing things always. And like, I was having a conversation with uh, with Kate, my manager recently, yeah. and cause she's the same. We need to be active, like have projects going yeah. on, and like weekends have started boring me mate yeah do you know what i mean because yeah. like i have like i find that moment where i have nothing to do and it's like yeah. a saturday and i'm just like mate yeah i'm just i'm bored man i like, think that's and, it's like 
because everyone is majority of people are used to the Monday to Friday, right? Yeah. And even when you got projects going on, or you email someone, or your manager has to email someone about something, they'll usually reply from a Monday to a Friday. Mm. Whereas you've got two more fucking days that you can utilize, you know? Yeah. And utilizing that day isn't actually an issue if you love what you do. Of course. Do you but, know what I mean? But then that's that's the classic, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, you try and put a percentage on people that have a nine to five job and yeah. aren't satisfied. Yeah. I reckon that's pretty fucking high. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, like, and then that comes like their weekend, like Sven, classic example. Yeah. Like um, it was bank holiday, wasn't it? A few weeks ago. Yeah. And um, what did I say? Like I, I was sat at home. I think I was on my own, like, you know, just doing whatever and that. Yeah. Um, and I text Sven. I was like, fucking hell, mate. I was like, it's bank holiday. I was like, normally he'd be out and stuff. And he just yeah. messaged back. He's like, Jay, he's like, for us, every day is bank holiday. Yeah, exactly. It's true, isn't it? Every day, every yeah. day is a holiday. I don't see those like weekends and holidays yeah. as weekends and holidays. Cause, nah. yeah. Like we just had a weekend now and all Saturday, all Saturday I work, all Saturday and Sunday I worked. Yeah, same. Just did not get away from the computer. Same. And you enjoyed it? Well, it's, it's, diff- it's, it's, diff- it's different. It's fucking challenging different, stuff. Different, but, but then you, you, would, you would kind of, knowing you doing that gives you, say, the freedom of during the week where you can kind of do what you want to do yeah. is... Kind of, yeah. I guess it drives you to do it. I think there's also like, there'd be so many people where you say to them like, oh, so do you love your job? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I don't think all of them, everyone's honest about it. Nah, like. The pressure. Uh, do, do you know what? It's it's a bit like that imposter syndrome, isn't it? Not imposter yeah. I got that wrong. Um, Not imposter syndrome. What's the other one? Um, tall pop. Sit the, uh, I'll tell you what, mate. James wrote about it in his first book. Ah, uh, what is it? Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> um, um, you're talking about tall poppy syndrome? No. Nah, it's that syndrome. Well, it's going to come back to us. Yeah. It'll come back to yeah. us. Sunk, sunk cost. Sunk, sunk, sunk cost, cost fallacy. fallacy. Yeah, sunk yeah. cost fallacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. Yeah, people do that you've with invested, everything. Yeah, like that nine to five job, you've invested everything into it. You've, everything. You've gone to college, you've got your degree, like everything, you know. Yeah. Relationships. Do you it. come home and you speak about it with your girlfriend or your yeah, wife yeah. and your kids and like, that's investment, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it's like to then just turn around and say, do you know what? Boom. I'm overweight. Like, fancy my PT. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to. I want to have an affair with him. I want to. Please just let, yeah. me, let me. Let can I let go? But yeah. yeah but but then, but then you relate it to like male suicide, right? Like, you know, those fucking shock, shocking statistics. Like, what is it? A, a male between the age of thirty-five and forty-five. Like, yeah. his biggest danger is himself. Yeah. Like he's more likely to die from suicide than anything yeah. else. Like and it's because I think it breaks lot, my heart that yeah. kind of shit. But I think guys like you talking about this sort of stuff, I think it will help. I think you'll influence a lot of guys. Yeah, I to mean, talk about it more freely, especially like military guys and stuff. Because I know from like being a Turkish background, like the men are very driven on high testosterone, mm. and like there's a lot of times where I know a lot of men, a lot of my family members don't actually talk about their feelings because they it might come across as weakness. Weak. Yeah, sure. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But whereas more guys like yourself talking about this sort of stuff, you'll make people feel better. Like, oh, Jay's talking about it. Guys fucking climb Everest twice. Yeah, <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but like, I think it's, do you know, I think like the more, like it's, it's all about like just stepping out your comfort zones, isn't it? It's like yeah. talking about it is stepping out your comfort zone. And, it's where the magic happens, right? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, in, yeah. E- in everything, it's like leaving that 95 job, stepping out your comfort zone. And yeah. I think like the more, you know, the more times you do this kind of stuff, the more like, you know, 
the better you get at it, don't you? Yeah. Like if you're constantly stepping out of your comfort zone, the next time it comes to stepping out of your comfort zone, and that might be just opening up yeah. about the fact that you hate your job. Yeah. Like, you don't feel awkward. No, you're like, do you know what? Yeah. And then you get the reaction that's just like, oh, seriously, man, that's fucking... And you're like, Jesus Christ, he's not, you didn't call me a puff. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's exactly what happens. <laughs> that is, ex- And you know what? What I love seeing is when that happens, because I know what that was like. Like, I felt that feeling. And that like feeling is like, doesn't matter how much money I had or doesn't matter who was around me, that feeling I had when I felt that was like so amazing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think people don't realize that until they do it. And that's why if they are not happy, like you you, you need to do something about it. Yeah, sure. Because yeah. like, even if, for example, um, I think like when I went online PT, when I was on the gym floor, I was earning quite a bit. I was charging $120 per session. I was fully booked. I was doing 30 to 40 hours a week in Australia. But to go online, I knew I had to cut out a big portion of that cash. I went from earning three, four grand to a thousand a week, dollars a week, which is like four, five hundred pounds going online. I knew that would damage me like that. But the freedom I had earning yeah. less, yeah. I was so much more happier. Yeah. And I think people don't see that. And I think that's why I don't think it's ever too late. No, I don't. But I guess if you have kids and family and whatever it is. So it gets hard. Like, you it gets can't, harder. Like, you know, I don't judge anyone. Yeah. Because you can't judge, don't, you know, the old classic, don't judge a man until yeah, you've yeah. walked a thousand steps in his shoes yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. Um, but it's like, you can't judge everyone because everyone's like done their own path, haven't they? And yeah. You can't take, like, it's, it is, it's hard for like, <clears throat> you know, that might end up with that guy living on the streets or, yeah. you know, that, you know. Not saying like that's that's for everyone kind of thing. Yeah. For me, that excites me. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. going and and you know going just, into the unknown. Yeah, yeah, massively. It's, it's best, like yeah, it? it's like all I've done in my life is like going to the unknown. It's so good. Um, I love it. I love like getting on. A, sound this this might sound weird, but like I love getting on a flight and not know who I'm going to sit next to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's weird, but like you can go into like go sit down and you like. You can just manifest a good shit. And usually, for me, it happens. I'm like, I just manifest this shit and it just kind of happens. Like, you, something good always. Like, I remember when I first flew business class, right? First time, I was so fucking happy. It was the first time I paid for it myself. I didn't even, I, I didn't even have the money in my bank account. Smith got it. And I was like, oh, I can't, I need to get it as well, bro. I can't, I can't <laughs> level myself down here. I need to get it no matter what, you know? And like, and I think that sort of mentality kind of helps you. And I did that and I was like, I walked in and the woman was like, Hey, Mr. Cartel. I was like, fucking hell, she just called me Mr. Cartel. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> she knows my name. But she knows my name. This is crazy. And I, she gave me this little package with like, you know, they give you all that stuff. And I was like, this like is- Like a toothbrush. Yeah. yeah. But it was, like a, it was like a nice make. I was like, Jesus Christ. She saw how excited I was. She was like, do you want another one? I said, I mean, I'd like to take one to my mom and dad as a gift. <laughs> she saw how happy I was. Yeah. And she saw that vibe I was throwing to her. Yeah. She bring me four. No way. She was like, give one to your sister, give one to a girlfriend or yeah. whatever you want, give one to this, give one to that. And I was like, fuck, this is good. I'm just going to keep doing, acting like that, this. That's motivation though, isn't it? Like, yeah. get, like, I remember getting a business class fight and I was like, fuck, I was like, I never, ever, 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 ever want to go back. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, never. And you're like, I will do whatever I need I'll to whatever. do. I'll work at a strip bar. I'll <laughs> yeah. like, go on OnlyFans. Like, I'll climb Everest five more yeah, times. <laughs> I'm never going to that, back in that car class. You're like walking through, aren't you? Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You turn left. <laughs> yeah. like, I never turn it right ever again. Yeah, never. <laughs> Even if it skints me. Yeah. Doing so. What? Um. Why the army? 
Um, why do you, like? Why do you jump? Were you like? Did you? I don't know. When you were younger, did you see like a soldier? You were like, I want to be that guy or whatever. Or was it like? Do you know what? Like, I think it it always always appealed to me. Like, um, it's I don't know. It's like hard to put like like definites yeah. on it. Yeah. Like I always looked at it and went, do you know what? Like that's a life that I'd like. Yeah. It's appealing. It's got like mystique, hasn't it? You don't yeah. really know what you do. You go overseas. You I fight think it gives wars. You a cool edge as well. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? But like, so yeah, like, and you know, call it, you know, fucking fell out, you know, came out of college in less than a year and then just ended up doing, you know, shit jobs pretty much. Like, um, did you get recruited or was it a matter of you applying? No, you have to walk in a careers office. So I was like working, like I was uh, making like UPVC windows in a factory, just like in a production line. Yeah. Um, and I remember just being, I was shit at the job. Like they, they were trying to like promote me onto like different aspects of it. So they put me on this welding machine and I kept welding the frames like back to front. And, yeah. And do you know what? Like I look back on it and it's not that I can't weld a frame. It was just like you I had it. zero interest. Yeah. So as soon as it came to welding frames, I'd just switch off. Yeah. And same with it all. Like I'd, do it all, I'd always do it wrong and I'd just be getting pulled into the manager's office and I was like, She's fucked this I'm fucking bored here kind of thing and I don't know, it's like that, you know, what do I do? Do I stay in the same town and just be that kid that never left Preston and had a shit job or yeah. you know, and the, the you know, I kinda I kinda wanted to join the Marines when I was in school, so it was like just walked into the careers office and just, just applied. What um what was like the emotion going into it? Like were you like was it weird? Was it scary? No, nah, not really. Like um I remember going up to, to basic training in Catrick and you jump on a train and you get off the train and like um, you just, you get told to like meet at a set location. And I don't know, I remember like getting there and like it was all the lads that I was then going to be in okay. basic training for the, for the yeah. next six months. So yeah. I remember like, look, oh, I can remember it now. I had these like bright blue Adidas tracksuit bottoms on and <laughs> had a shaved head. <laughs> I looked horrendous. <laughs> I had like a missing tooth here and yeah. Um, so yeah, like, no, nah, it was, it, do you know what it was like? It was, it was like, you know, when you go away with a sports team, you go yeah. away to, yeah, yeah. it was like that, you know, you're just going away. Get, Feeling a part of something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just a like, bit, bit of purpose, you know? And, yeah. Um, I don't really remember feeling nervous about it. Like if anything, it was quite exciting. And Sick. Yeah. Once you start meeting people, like just gets easier. Yeah, and funny old thing, like the the you know the first guy that I met, like I walked into my room, which would be my room for the next six months. Um, yeah. First guy that I met, I'm still mates with him now. Amazing. And that was like 15, 14 years, well, sixteen years ago now. Shit. Yeah. And what? He's at Hereford, actually. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And what um, what was the emotion like leaving, compared to like going in? Like, was it like, were you sad? Was it? Did you ever feel like? What the fuck? What do, what do I do? How am I going to cope in? I don't know. What am I going to go do? Like a, a normal job now, or like what was? Uh, like you, like the intention was never to get out and do a normal job. Okay. Like okay. do you know what? Like if all else failed and I had to, like, um, then I'd do it. Um, but you know, I think I always want like, you know, I did ten years up in the SAS at Hereford, four years in the Paras, and I think kind of. You know, halfway through my SAS career, like got into the mountain stuff. Yeah. Um, and I went and lived in Germany for two years. Okay. Trained to be a mountain guide. Um, speak any German? Yeah, Alice. Yeah. Can you say something? Was, uh, uh, yeah. 
I can I can speak for the next. Yeah, I have to struggle. I struggle a bit to to get the words. Oh out. really? Yeah, yeah. But you can speak it. Yeah, right? I can speak it. Yeah, I was fluent. Really? You have to be. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, kind of. It's like the worst language to to Me. learn. That's fuck. Yeah, I know. It's like mad aggressive as well. But, well, but, not aggressive, but like. But like, it's the worst language to learn because you go to Germany and everyone speaks perfect English. Yeah. And then like no one else like there's there's no reason to like. Basically, you just don't end up speaking it or using it because everyone speaks perfect English. But you learn another skill, innit? Yeah, but do you know what about learning a language? You speak different languages. Turkish, yeah. So what? Speak English, Turkish, and rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) Which one are you best at? Um, It's weird because um, my teachers at school said I'm dyslexic. Mm. I don't know if I'm dyslexic or if it's because I'm bilingual. So, like, when I read something. Mate, it takes me so long to read. Hence why mm. I hate reading. I, I listen to audiobooks. I don't hate reading, but I just can't be bothered. My brain, like, it, it's doing stuff. It's converting. Something's happening, but I don't know what's happening. It's just taking so long. Yeah. I'd be on a flight and I'd be, James would go, read this. I'm reading. He goes, haven't you fucking finished it? I'm like, bro, do you speak two languages, mate? Yeah, so yeah, shut yeah. your mouth. Do you know what I think <laughs> about this, though? Like, when I learned German, like, I felt like there was only a certain amount of space in my brain for language. So what, what I found was I'd start, because I'm literally speaking and listening yeah. to German all day long. Yeah. Like, it's literally in the evenings that I'd sit down with, like, an English guy or a Belgian guy or a Dutch guy and we'd talk English and just be like, fucking hell. Yeah. But, like, because <laughs> you, like, started thinking German, started dreaming German. Yeah. But, like, I found I was, like, speaking English and I'd get to a word and I'd forget that word. And I'd be like, I, I feel like I know where it is in my head. I know what, what it, the feeling of saying it. Yeah. But I just couldn't. It get was like it I knew the German word, but I couldn't think of the English <laughs> word. I couldn't get it out. So it was like all this German that I was learning, the English yeah. was just like coming out of here. And I remember coming back to England and for a while I was like messaging in English, but in the structure of a German message. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah I get you. I get you. I still do it now sometimes. That's mad. Yeah. But that's cool though. You can speak another language. Not many people can. Yeah. Not many people. Well, not many, not a lot of English people. Really? Nah, because we're quite... Because English is spoken everywhere in the world. Like, it's the language every other country wants to learn. Yeah, so, it's English, weird, that, German, yeah. you know, it is weird, isn't do it? Do you not find, like, like, I don't know, when you go abroad and, I don't know, it's like, they stay at a hostel or something, and you yeah. sat, like, at a dinner table, and you've got, like, loads of different nationalities, and it's like, everyone's just speaking English. Yeah. It freaks me out a little it's, bit. It's crazy. Yeah. Why, like, why, why don't we learn their language? Because we're... Because yeah. they learn ours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like... There's no so, need to. Yeah. Because well, obviously, being in the SAS and all that, like you did a lot of traveling, obviously. Mm. And like being in the Middle East and all that stuff. What what was it like living in other countries for you? What was it? What was the feeling? Like? What was it like being exposed to, say, I don't know, going from Preston to uh, seeing different cultures where, say, they have fucking tea 20 times a day? Well, I guess that's similar to English. <laughs> similar, <yeah>. It's <laughs> just, similar. Just with less sugar. Less sugar, yeah. yeah. But like, what was that like? Did like, did you enjoy meeting people? Did you? Was it very different for you when you first got there? Were you like, Jesus Christ, they do that different? Or were you very open to... Yeah, I, I, like I love that aspect of the job. Okay, so... Traveling around and... Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, you know, I like traveling anyway. Even now, like I'll try and travel as much as I can. So... Yeah. Um, like even, do you know what, like, some parts of the Middle East, like some parts of Afghanistan are like some of the beautiful, most beautiful places yeah. that I've ever been to. 
But you wouldn't see that on the media, though, would you? Nah, and you yeah. don't feel you don't feel it when you're there, really. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Cool. But like, yeah. you know, if times were different, like Afghanistan, I can imagine would be one of those places that yeah you would travel to. Yeah, like Nepal or places like that. Yeah, something like and, Turkey, maybe. Like, yeah, because you know I mean? yeah, Turkey's yeah. a big touristic place. Yeah, and it's like pretty much down the road. Yeah, you know, so why wouldn't that be as good as that? Obviously, well, like, yeah, like the culture's completely different, and yeah, you know, like you go off into like you know, we used to call it the green zone, which was basically like where the river runs through an area. Yeah, it's got the most forestation, but then the population is pretty much like the UK, and that it's like yeah. the population's built around the river, isn't it? Because that would have brought trade in, that would have brought water in, so that people could drink and and grow crops. Yeah, um, but some of the places are just like. You know, it's weird when when I think back to it because that was also the the, the most dangerous areas because that's where you know if you want to control somewhere you control where you know the water sources and the most population is. So yeah. if you went into the green zone, you're getting into a scrap. But it was like there was a different <laughs> yeah there was a different um, like the air temperature was different. Okay. So like you go from like desert, you get dropped off by a helicopter, walk through like baking hot desert. And then you come into the green zone, which is like loads of foliage and water. So you can feel like the water in the air, the, oh, the air temperature yeah, yeah, drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's weird. It's like I get these moments where, I don't know, it might be like this, like a summer's day and I'm like walking near a river or something and I get that same feeling and I'm like, oof. It's like there's, there's a smell change and everything. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it brings back good memories. Is um when, you, when you're doing all that traveling, right, and experiencing all those things, do you... Looking at like the cultures and the people in those countries and seeing, this is what I see when I travel to countries that are, I don't know if the right word is poorer, but I guess maybe less fortunate with, because we have a lot of yeah, opportunities. they're still as happy, aren't they? they? This is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're so happy. Like, I remember like seeing kids in Turkey or Bali or whatever, like you buy them like a little sweet, right? And the appreciation and the happiness you see in their face compared to say possibly us when we got it well they would be happy for it it's like they appreciate things the small things basically yeah more than well, say what we do maybe yeah we're, we're probably spoiled aren't yeah. we we get too much yeah we do though don't we like we I, do, yeah. I think this and you know i think that's why you know even just like i think that's like as a soldier and if, if you are a soldier and you've been over to afghanistan and yeah you experienced you no know, conflict or war or whatever you want to call it and been shot at yeah and you've seen those different cultures and i think it gives you gives you like a base level of of of, of humility you know yeah um where you do you come back over here and it's just like like we just got these two like cold like glass jars of water and yeah you know we can just drink it fresh can't we and pour it into a nice glass we take all this stuff for granted massively and yeah we just got coffee across the road coffee. with money we've got money in the bank to do yeah. stuff it's like i drove a car in like yeah we do all these things every day and just you know we don't realize how how fortunate we are but i guess you know like it's that i, I like that saying that's um you know what is it hard times produce hard men yeah no what is it hard men produce hard times hard times produce Oh god, I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I need to get this right. Right. Do you want me to Google it? <laughs> hard times produce hard men. Hard men produce soft times. Soft times produce soft men. 
That's it. Yeah. yeah. Good man. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You got it. You got Which it. Which is what we're going into yeah. now, right? Yeah. It's like post World War Two, post World War One. Yeah. We were hard people. Yeah. You know, we didn't give a fuck about you know if someone's slagging you off on social media, yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, Snow- with snowflakes. Yeah. Now. Like they didn't give a fuck about you know I've got the latest BMW. It was more about oh we've got a car for the family. We can get to see the yeah. our next family. We got we got a loaf of bread for this week. It was like yeah. we were hard people, and because of that, we created a soft time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. With, those hard people have worked to create this. To create you know, this freedom. Yeah, to create us being able to go and get coffee and drink yeah, cold water. To get overpriced juices and shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? It's a good juice. Yeah, right? Leave me good. alone. Leave me alone. It's a good juice. Have protein. I need protein for muscle protein synthesis. Means, yeah, right? yeah, I know, I know, I know. But like, you're right. I feel like, and like today's COVID, for example, like, it's probably like my generation's most. Yeah craziest thing that's happened right and i feel like the reason like you said people went through those hard times they went through that element of struggle so they can feel more comfort right and i feel like now everyone is scared to go through a level of struggle Mm -hmm. when really struggle kind of makes us stronger yeah 100 percent. do you know what i mean like well look at it in the gym yeah that's that's how you grow muscle struggle right and then you get stronger yeah it's the same in absolutely anything would you say the struggles you would have gone through, say, being in a military, maybe you didn't struggle, I don't know, has, like, built a solid fucking mindset? Yeah, of course, 100%. Yeah, but it altered alter the military, alter, you know, my years in the SAS and, you know, being around people. And, like I said, that humility you get from just going overseas and, yeah, you know, seeing, you know, seeing conflict and being a part of it. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it gives you, you know, it gives you a, a, a massive appreciation for the world that I live in now, and yeah, gives you a massive, you know, just like like you said, you know, we wake up every day and like I'm fucking happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, takes, yeah. But that takes work. Do you know what I mean? You don't get that unless you go through those struggles. Yeah, and it's like like what you said before about you know everyone's worried about going through a struggle now, and no one wants to just like do something that's difficult. It's like that's what we should be doing every day. Yeah. We should be, you know, going back to... That's what to, helps us grow, right? Of course. Yeah. Stepping sure. out of those comfort zones and... Yeah. When, um, when you, when like, you had conflicts and stuff, and when you were being shot at and all that stuff, were you scared? Um, or, or was it, like, you, there was so much adrenaline at that point where there's no time for that? Do you know what, or, like, like... And maybe you sat down after and you were like, fucking hell, did that just happen? Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, because... There's so many different experiences and yeah. like I mean after all those years there must have been so many stories. Yeah, like like, like I don't know, when you do you know what, like when you're younger I think when you're younger you don't you, you tend less to give a shit about things. Yeah. So like in the earlier Afghans, um do you know if you got into a scrap it was just like do you know, it's quite not funny, but like you'd laugh about it and Yeah. But like I was fucking twenty one when I first went to Afghanistan yeah. and you know, I, I was. I mean, I guess if you cried about it, you wouldn't survive very long, would you? Nah, of course. Do you know what I mean? It, you know, it calluses your mind. But yeah, like I don't know. And then I, I, I think the older you get, the more, um, like safety conscious you get, yeah, almost, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, you know, the body can, you know, can do just as much, but it hurts a lot more. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes knowing at that you, you point know, knowing less yeah you know more like when you're younger you know less right you're just naive you're just happy to 
throw yourself into stuff and now you know i've probably got like a i've built a life for myself now and yeah. especially in the last few years being in special forces it's like um you do you weirdly notice danger a lot more like if if you know a contact goes down or something and, yeah and it's weird like if a contact goes down and you're a part of that contact no drama it's like um you 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 almost like your body doesn't have time to register the fear yeah because it's okay. that because like i think what you know hollywood's not done as a great favor in portraying like battles really well and you know the whole magazine not running out and stuff like that it's yeah. like contacts usually last well they can go on for days but like generally the ones that we did whilst you know in the sas they last you know they'd be over within like 20 30 seconds it's oh like, really yeah because it's so close it's like we're going into a building it's like you don't sit and fight from that building. You just go in and just just do what you need do to do. Do what you need to do and yeah. then get out. Yeah, and I, yeah, completely get out. So it's like a lot of the stuff's over really quickly. So if you're at the front and that's you that's 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 you know coming to fire and you need to to deal with it, that's usually over really quick. Okay. Whereas if you're at the back and you can hear what's going on, you're like, oof, yeah, oof. and you don't know what's going on. It's you're worse. like, yeah, yeah you're like sat worse. there. You're like, oof, what's oof, going on? What's like, going oh, on? That sounds like incoming. Right? Oh yeah. fuck, something came over our head. Yeah. It's like right. It's yeah. like you can hear everything. Going they want to know on, the so you... details about it. And you're like, yeah, give me a sec, I'll tweet about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's all like I don't know. There's like so many different experiences that you can have, like in uh, in battle, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Sick guy. That's I would. It's weird. It's like I would love to. I don't know if I would love to see it, but it'd be. I think. Do you know what? It's like not because it's I'm, like I cool. Because it's like it's interesting. I kind of wish everyone could. In like, you know, I hand on heart i wish that there was no war in the world and everyone yeah. fucking shook hands and loved each other yeah that's the world that i love but yeah, that's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen ever yeah do you know what i mean and you know like wars for every day between yeah. you know everyone you know family friends you know neighbors like there's you know if you look at it on a macro level and then you go well why is it happening happening on a on a on a bigger level yeah. do you know what i mean it's it's because you know we're humans and that's what we do yeah um but i wish everyone could just just go over and see see something like that happen or experience like a dead body or something like that you know because yeah. we don't even see dead bodies these days do we it's no. like it'll you make know, you appreciate course things right massively it's like it was a mike tyson that says everyone knows everyone's got a plan until they get punched in punched the face, the face yeah. so it's kind of like that right where you're like you think you've got it figured out like or you don't appreciate certain things and then you get a knock or you see something like that and you're like yeah that's happened to me a few times in bali when i've seen yeah. people flying off a moped and Savage. i've gone okay i need to keep my helmet on i'm definitely not gonna story while i'm on the moped mm. and i need to like not drink and make sure make sure i don't drink and drive yeah because that's that's harsh it's harsh especially in bali because it's like mate everyone's just fucking flying around wasted do you know what i mean yeah. and it's like it's not even even if you're sober it's like on a friday night Go. Let's go somewhere walking distance, because even if you are a good driver or whatever it is, it's not even about you. It's about the other dickhead that might come flying into you. Yeah, and you do that thing, don't you? Like you, you build up that false sense of security where yeah, <clears throat> you've been out like a few times on the bike. You've yeah. not been hit. Yeah, popped a wheelie or like done something stupid, and it's like you've survived it. And you're in a set of flip flops and board yeah. shorts. It's like yeah, yeah. You, you and the mad thing is, the more you do it, like the more I go there the more time I spend there or whoever you're putting yourself more at risk. There's more of a chance of yeah, it of happening. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So with all that, all your travels and everything, obviously no, 
you love climbing, you love being outdoors and all of that stuff. If you had an opportunity, would you go to space? Yeah. 100%. You, you smile. You got excited 100%. when I said that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Would you? Yeah. I wouldn't do the whole Mars colonization. Okay. You just want to go up there. I'd go up there, yeah. Wouldn't mind touching the moon, something like that. But you wouldn't mind going back. to Mars. But yeah, I'd like to come back. I'd like to come I've back. I've got a good life here. Yeah. Like how boring would that be going up to Mars with just like no Netflix? <laughs> ten, 10 dudes and 10 chicks, just like, hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> gotta move quick on this one. <laughs> Tinder, anyone? <laughs> you too. No, 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 no. Yeah. Do you, um, do you believe in aliens? Yeah. I do too. Yeah. 100%. I think, do you know what? I think it's like, um, I think you're stupid not to believe that there's something out there, whatever that is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I reckon there is and they haven't told us. Yeah, like I still, I don't 100% believe like all that shit that the Pentagon's putting out about like unmanned space crosses. Because like, you, you got to like look into it a bit more, haven't you? And just yeah. go like, you know, like you think about America's just yeah. brought out Space Force and yeah. they're obviously in a, a battle, like a, a bit of a cold war with like Russia and China yeah. to dominate space. And yeah. you know, if they say that they've got crafts come from you know, an alien planet or whatever, it, whatever then, it is, then they almost like dominate a bit of that space. They've got the technology. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but like, I think, I think you're stupid not to think that there's anyone else with the size and scale of like the universe, right. And the galaxies and all that kind of stuff. It's and, like, and not even one universe. It's mental. There's loads. I love that. I love space. Yeah. It's interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. It's mad. I remember, um, I've watched, uh, I first got into it when I watched Cosmos. Yeah. Have you was, read the book? I haven't, no. Um, yeah. Darren, read the book. Really? Yeah. Man, I started watching it years ago and I used to audio, listen to... Audio book. Yeah, I used to listen to um, Thingy's podcast, Star Talk. Yeah. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Smith started getting into a bit of space stuff and I was like, listen to this podcast. And he's fucking obsessed with it now. So. Yeah. But it's, it's mad, isn't it? Sometimes like... I know, you know, when you go to... Say, when you go somewhere, probably where you live or somewhere outside of London where you can actually see the stars. It's mad, isn't it, when you think about it? Like it's quite humbling. Yeah, it is. It's like imagine going all the way up there. Like, yeah, how fucking crazy would that be? But it's like it's like uh, I was in Chamonix recently and did a couple of overnights. Yeah, just like took a sleeping bag, slept outside under the stars, and <clears throat> and you're like literally just you know clear sky, like nothing, nothing, no clouds in the sky, and you're looking up at all these stars and yeah, can literally just see like comets, like shooting stars, like everything because there's everything. no light pollution. It's quite humbling to think that. There's like so much out there and you're just on a, like a, an even smaller rock yeah. that's spinning in this like massive. We're like nothing. Massive. Do you like all like um, all the quantum physics? I, I do, but it's, I, I love it. I love, I love listening to people. Sometimes I find it hard to understand. So I'm like, I'm always rewinding and trying to listen and then looking up what they said. I almost feel that it's like the people that are trying to explain it don't fully understand it themselves. So it's the They're theory to figure that they put out. on something that they don't understand. Okay. That's yeah. my theory. Because, like, you read about all these theories, right? Like, string theory. And yeah. Because like, I try and under understand them yeah. on, like, you know, if I can just understand a little bit. Because, like, I try and... I'm interested in that person's head. And yes. just, like, how the fuck oh, does he think of that? Yeah, and yeah. He's a yeah. clever dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, How's like he calculated Einstein, that? Right? Like, yeah. Like, all those people, like... Back then? Yeah. Mad. Like, no Google. Nothing. No, no just Google. Go no, you just we Google. Google. It, mate. Yeah. What does this mean? Bang. Yeah. Shows you. You How know many stars are in the sky? Google. Yeah. It's fucking mental. Yeah. And there's also like 
they've also found Earth-like planets. So, like, mm. the mad thing is, whatever's happening here with us, the same thing could be happening in a different universe, either ahead of time or before. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, there could be similar things happening. I don't know, with flying fucking cars. Who knows? You don't, yeah, but you don't know. You don't know, which yeah. is sick. It's <laughs> so like, cool. <laughs> it could be like dogs that look like, I don't know, just like animals and stuff like yeah. that. It's crazy. But then like, going back to that, it does, it makes you think like, because, you know, thinking about the earth and like, the amount of time that the earth's got left. Because yeah. that's quite sad. It is. And um, I can't remember who, who said it recently, but someone said that, they they've predicted that there were people or life forms or a life on our planet before us that's never been said before kind of thing because of the the like the rotation like the the cycle of the earth obviously you have an ice age then all the ice melts yep. and then it's and then it kind of warm enough for life to live on it and all again, that kind of yeah. stuff and but like think about us now right and what we've built yeah and then Could one, have been the same one day in the future which is in if you're thinking about time in the in the time of say the universe yeah. of when the universe was perhaps born and died, yeah, like this Earth will just be nothing. Do you know what I mean? It'll be dust. Will be nothing. Yeah, no one will even. All our fucking followers even, on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> it's mad. Isn't yeah, it? like it's nothing, bro. That, we're nothing. Like we'll be nothing. <laughs> we're at, at nothing. Once. This yeah. studio will just be like gone. It, it won't even be something that's remembered. I know. That's, that's the crazy thing, and, and right? It, and it will be people trying to figure it out like we are. Or not. Or not. Because there's places out there now that might be exactly the same. Yeah. That are just like dust. Fuck. You know what? I've I've never done mushrooms, but I want to do mushrooms really? and just talk about this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just go deep. Go deep, like, <laughs> so deep you can't find yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's, I love, I do love talking about it and you get into these conversations and it's like, fuck, it's so, like when you talk to someone that is interested in, in it as well. Because yeah, I think we don't, and when everyone has like, say, if you've got a problem, you're, gonna, you're having a bad day, whatever it is, you're trying to solve something. The mad thing is like, I feel like us people in general, we like to over-exaggerate a situation, a problem. And when you think about the bigger scheme of things of everything, life, space, all this stuff, it's like, we're nothing. Nah. Our problem is nothing. Like, what we probably complained about, someone listened to this complaining about the fucking coffee that they got from Starbucks this morning, it's fucking nothing. Sad, isn't it? It is, yeah. When you think about it, like, and then you, like, relay it back to what we were speaking about at the start of the podcast and just, like, that guy who just doesn't want to, you know, step out of his nine-to-five job and, and do something that might equally make him so fucking happy. Yes, when you think about it and like think about this studio just being dust in a Yo, fucking take, billion, do it now take years. action do it do yeah. it now we're telling you go do it now yeah. like the Avengers before Thanos comes and fucks things up <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? yeah what um how intelligent do you have to be to be SAS like have you ever have you ever like worked with someone and gone how the fuck have you <laughs> ended up here like do you know what I mean yeah totally but then like I think you know everyone brings a different character to the party and you know, you've got guys in there that are super intelligent and have like a massive IQ. Yeah. Um, you know, I talk a lot about, and especially in the book, I talk a lot about emotional intelligence. So EQ yeah. and uh, AQ, which is adaptability. Um, oh, is that what that is? AQ. Okay. Yeah. So like, you know, to be, you know, a good special forces soldier, you don't necessarily need to be intelligent because like IQ is, you know, 
academic t- intelligence, isn't it? It's, yeah. I can recall a load of information and solve maths equations. And, I'm you know, Einstein's that. IQ was insane. Do yeah. you know what I mean? But he probably couldn't hold down a good relationship with his with wife someone. or something like that. And yeah. that's, that's EQ, right? Yeah. And to be a good soldier, I need to... I need to have good emotional intelligence to be able to say, right, these are my guys, these are the people that I work with. Yeah. I know every, you know, I know all the ins and outs of each one of these guys so that, you know, if if Dave's on the range that day and he's, he's shooting and he's not hitting targets and he's not, you know, speaking to anyone in the group, then there's something wrong with him kind of thing. And, and you know how to get him back. And that's what, pick, picking that up isn't the important thing, right? As yeah. a team, yeah, as well as solving problems in other countries, right? Sure, it's like, you know, you have to look after yourself first and foremost, but then look after the team. And like, that's, yeah. that's you know, if you've got a team that's all all looking out for each other and all, all working well, it's like the skill bit you can bring in. Yeah. Yeah, the skills like binary, isn't it? Skills there. But like, if you've got a cohesive unit that everyone looks after everyone, you know, everyone's checked their egos, no one's, you know, slagging anyone off and that kind of thing. And they all work really well. Yeah. Then you bring the skill into it. That's when you have that's when you're you've, you've got something you know do you think that's why you got chosen for like SAS who dares wins um, because you're good at that because you're good with people because you're you're very nice to talk to yeah like you can just keep talking which is a very good thing mm-hmm. and do you reckon is that something like you had to apply for did they be like hey you you channel four what are you saying <laughs> was it like that or uh is it something you wanted is it something you aimed for or was it just like not really just like yeah, it's weird, you know. I think I left the army in August 2018, and yeah, like my life since then's just gone like you know, completely. I don't know, not the direction that I want it to, but then I'd say I'm not someone that sits there and goes, In five years, I would like to have this, this, and this. Yeah, same, yeah. I just do things from feel, and if something feels good, then I'll go and do it. Yeah, and if you know, I, I know that I'm going to get value off it, and I'm, I'm going to have a good time at the same time, and yeah. I, and I'll give value. It. And yeah, give of course, value and too. give value too. Yeah. yeah, that's important. And the the SAS who dares wins thing. It was, it was, it was one of those. You know, it was like I got. You know, we were chatting to um, the production crew, yeah. did did the interviews, and then yeah, like I, I got picked. It was, Sick. Yeah. Did um when you did like the celebrity one, was there anyone that you were like, oh, I'm excited to meet that person, or you like, oh, you a fuck? Not really. Like I don't get. I've never. You, you never fanboyed. <laughs> nah, yeah, you don't care. I don't like yeah. people are people, right? Yeah, and it's one thing I learn. Like I think the older I get, or I'm not that old, but as I get the wiser I get, maybe. But mm. um, it's people are people, right? And it's like I don't know. People get phased out by that famous people or whatever, yeah. but they just shit in a toilet, get up, have breakfast, and drink coffee just like we do. Exactly. Yeah. There's you know they've got their own story and yeah, and everyone. Always- I always think that about companies. Yeah. Because I've met like quite a lot of companies and yeah, like a, a, fr- a good friend told me, she was like, look, it's like you get phased out by, for example, like going to meet in Nike or something like that. It's yeah. like you think that, um, that like, the co- it's like a company. It's like, all oh, I don't know, it's scary. Yeah, it's scary. Stuff. It's like, it's just a load of fucking people. Yeah. You go sit down. Half of those are useless. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's a guy with... No- Funky chino shorts and yeah. high top Nike socks with Jordan glasses on, on his yeah, fucking yeah, end of his yeah, nose yeah. and he's with like, a yellow hat. And you're yeah. like, oh, you're just a person. Yeah, just like you, you just got that brand on. You're you. actually like shit a conversation, and I got yeah. And you figure out all this stuff out, and it's like it's not a big deal. Nah, right? Yeah, yeah. that's good. 
What um? So you climbed Everest twice. Yeah. I feel like I've got. I can talk to you all fucking day, bro. <laughs> What time you got to leave? Uh, yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> we good. We got um, plenty of time. You climbed Everest twice. Okay, I get that you climbed it once. Why the fuck did you do it the second time? Yeah. Was it like? Was it that good of a feeling? I, it's, again, it's just. I don't know. It's like I got the opportunity to go and do it. Yeah. And if I got the opportunity to go and do it again, I'd do it again. Really? Yeah, it's an experience. And take me up there. Yeah, hundred percent. You reckon yeah. I could do it? Yeah. What's the difference? I know there's like. Um, is it like there's a base and then there's like different because I see I see a picture of you with like oxygen mask on and shit yeah like I don't know if I can do that big man I'm a city boy <laughs> <laughs> you're probably used to sucking no oxygen <laughs> yeah you? probably yeah um, yeah so you've got like base camp which is at 5,000 meters yeah so if you think like the highest mountain in in let's say Mont Blanc's the, the highest mountain in Europe okay. there's one in Russia that's bigger but yeah uh, so Mont Blanc's just under 5,000 metres. Okay. Um, so base camp's 5,000, I want to say 5,400 metres yeah. above sea level. So five kilometres above sea level. So like if we were to just fly to that height now, um, you'd probably get sick and could potentially die. Okay. Um, so you've got you've to build up to that height um, that altitude. gradually. So 500 metres altitude a day um, is roughly what you aim for. That takes 10 days to get to base camp and then you live at base camp for, you're there for kind of three weeks, four oh, weeks really? to get summer. used to. Yeah. Well, you stay there for about a week, a week and a half, and then you start climbing up to the higher camps. Yeah. So you've got four camps uh, before the summit, um, all like in equal individually spaced yeah. up till, you know, just short of 9,000 meters, which is the summit. It's mad how your body, it's, it's crazy how like amazing like, our bodies are right how you have to like adapt to that. i remember when when i first went to my dad's village in turkey he's quite high mm. and he's fine he's like used to it he was there like every summer wherever it is and i'm like I'm like fuck you know it's like midday i keep yawning and i keep wanting to sleep i keep napping i'm like what the fuck lack of oxygen yeah of course yeah, yeah. i'm like shit and then i was like i can't believe i didn't realize it my dad's running around he's feeling fine you got this skinny kid that takes the um, sheep up and down the mountain every day he's the fittest fucking person I've ever seen you know mm. what I mean he's like a mountain goat the way he climbs up and down that's probably what you're like do you know yeah. what I mean but like I forget how crazy that is and that wasn't even that high yeah so I imagine like it's, it's a pretty fucking cool achievement being able to climb Everest like how many people could say they did that there I'm must be sure. a lot of people that died <clears throat> on the way up yeah there's loads of bodies like we had have you seen any on the way up yeah, there was. I think it was like ten or eleven that died. So I climbed last year, two thousand and nineteen and two thousand and seventeen. I think two thousand and nineteen was quite because there was like a mad rush to get to the summit, just because the way the weather turned out. Um, so you just ended up with loads of people just heading up, heading up for the summit at the same time. Yeah. So we passed probably, you know, three or four bodies on the way up, and Jeez. then what was it frozen or? Yeah, it's pretty savage to be honest. It's quite sad. Um, cause like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go that way, you know? Nah. Like it's not like you accept it. Yeah. Um, but like, I wouldn't want to, you know, die on, on the mountain kind of thing. You're, you have a partner, climbing partner or something like that? Or yeah. Do you have a group? So yeah, we had a group. Um, so like I'd lead the expedition and then everyone's like pretty experienced anyway. So you can pretty much leave most of the guys to yeah. themselves. Um, and then you go up with Sherpas, which are you know, Nepalese mountain ninjas, they're, you know, born over there, they're the same, like, um, 
like I've used a, a Sherpa called Mingma quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and he is, well, they're all called Mingma. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's called Mingma David, which oh, is, okay. <laughs> but uh, he was on my first Everest summit and like Mingma's probably about, I'd say like 55 kg. Whoa, really? Maybe 60. And I bet he's just up and down like it's Mate, like I've seen him carry rucksacks, probably the same size of him. Really? Full of like oxygen bottles, tents, food, like everything. And he'll just come down the mountain with it. And he won't, like, like when we summited, he was with... Um, does that for a living? Yeah, he does that all season. <laughs> like he's mad. He's like, um, yeah, full, he's like uh, the youngest guy to climb all 14 of the 8,000 meter mountains. Jesus. Yeah. I and mean... He'll just have like a trickle of oxygen. So you've got like different flow rates. Yeah. It all goes off liters per minute. Yeah. So you've got one, two, three, four. Now the new ones have like six. Um, a bottle's got... I should know this. So many liters. <laughs> I'd be there sucking up all that oxygen. <laughs> so that, that's the thing, right? You get people that go up and they'll have, you know, 12 bottles of oxygen and three Sherpas and, you know, these big fat Chinese like guys with plenty of cash and the Sherpa will just keep changing bottles of oxygen out. From the cash. Yeah. yeah and they'll yeah, just be yeah. sucking clean oxygen all the oh, way up and yeah. skipping all the way up kind of thing. But yeah. um, like ideally, I think, you know, I'd use maybe three or four bottles of oxygen. A Sherpa would use one. Yeah, oh, okay. he literally just has it trickling out. Really? Yeah, they're strong guys. Mate, I would want to test. I would love to see. I know jujitsu has got nothing to do with it, but you know when you're like, there's a lot of points where you're not fucking breathing and you're just trying mm. to hold and you're trying to drop your heart rate and be chilled when you're moving. I'm assuming it's kind of like that, where you have to be very composed, right? Yeah, I mean, but you are. You know, you you've, you've you have been to lower your hill. breathing. Um, you can't. You can't because you're you climbing. Breathe in, yeah, you, like breathing's one thing that you're doing up there. You okay. are because like oh, cause you're you need to, get, to get the oxygen. Yeah. Okay. So like I use a few breathing techniques. Um, but yeah, like like summit day, you're literally like a <clears throat> couple of steps, like keeling over, like doing the old classic resting on the. Really? On the, yeah, you're fucked. Like, uh, and especially guess- like so so like the first the first summit like um. Like I was, I don't know, like it's weird. It's one of those things. It's like the first summer attempt, I had so much energy. I was like climbing so fast. I felt, I felt like, like I am now if I went for yeah. a run. Yeah, yeah. Second uh, summer attempt last year. Um, like I just remember, I wasn't fucked, but I was just not, I just didn't have as much energy at the top. Yeah, okay. And we tried to summer uh, maybe two weeks before and I got ill, ended up getting diarrhea, um, I, I was I was gonna ask where yeah. the hell do you take a shit? <laughs> Up high, you don't really shit because there's nothing. Because your body just not it's your not body's not digesting food. Like you eat something, and it just like kind of digests it. So you've got to go like high calorie sugar. Yeah. Um, like fats will just go straight through you. Just carbs. I just use the old gels. Gel bang, above like a certain in, altitude. Electrolytes, whatever. Yeah. You can. And Can't. then just try and drink water. But again, your body's not really doing much. Um, yeah. So yeah, just. So like that, that last summit attempt, I was like, I wasn't fucked. Like I was there. Do you know what I mean? I've got to be. I've got to be, hundred percent, like yeah. focused on what I'm doing and stuff. But like I just remember taking two two steps up, and I'd just be like, just like you breathe in heavy, like you just you just no energy kind of thing. It's it's because I guess like the climbs you're with as well. Like I mean, it, I mean, I'm assuming it'd be horrible to go up there with someone that's really clumsy. Yeah, because. In essence, people could be putting your life at risk if they're doing stupidness while on their way up, right? 
are you like all very close to each other when you're climbing and stuff? Yeah, you're all on one rope. So like someone could possibly die because of someone else's mistake or no? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And that's, you know, like when people say that climbing high altitude mountains is dangerous, I usually say, well, you know, it's usually other pe- it's, it's other people that are dangerous. Yeah. Like myself, like yeah. I'll take every, you know, I'll stack the odds in my favours and do everything that I can that yeah. every, anyone that's with me is safe and as as best prepared as possible and we've got all the right kit and equipment and we've got food and, you know, the tents are set up and the oxygen's ready. I'll make sure that everything runs smoothly so that, you know, I've, I've sense checked them. They're all experienced enough to go up to the high altitudes and and sleeping yeah well yeah you sleep it's not it's not it's, it's fucking uncomfortable yeah everest is just being uncomfortable for six weeks for six weeks yeah. shit like even at base camp you're like because like there's not much to do right so yeah you, other than you, climb <laughs> yeah so like a lot of the days you just get up and then in the mornings you've got some sun so you yeah. sit out like get some tunes on like a, a speaker like drink some coffee, you stand around chatting, you'll go for a walk, enjoy the sun. Yeah. And then come like 12, 1 o'clock, the whole place just gets covered in cloud. Uh, and then snows sometimes come, like sleep, have a little afternoon snooze, some food, and then game of cards. And then towards the end of the day, you're just like, right, I'll just crash. What's the feeling like when you're at the top? Uh, like it must be, is it like when you're up there, you're like, that was worth it? Yeah, no, like, it's one of those weird things, right? It's like, I don't know, you put, you say Mount Everest, yeah. and everyone thinks, fuck, highest mountain in the world. Yeah. But it's just a patch of land, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It is. It's yeah. like, it's a patch of land. Oh, what's on next? This earth. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, what's next? So you get you get up there and you're just like, so this is the summit. <laughs> I'm here. I, it's, yeah. It's, to say it's an anticlimax would be. Were you, um, is this all in your book? Yeah. Yeah, all this is is in there. What um when the book came, the book offer came, were you excited? Was it unexpected? Um Yeah, like, do you know what? The more I think now now it's written. Yeah. And it's you know, it's ready to go and, and be published. Yeah. Now I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at the start, like it's a bit stressful. Yeah, no, it. like yeah, trying to like figure out what it would look like and it's called what Soldier. I'm, Soldier, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, respect is earned, but yeah, um, yeah, and then there's that thing, isn't there? It's like I'm just like a kid from Preston. The next minute, I've got a book on the shelves. It's That's like amazing, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, which is which is great. Um, so yeah, like now I'm excited. It's going to be releasing mid November. What what can people expect from the book? Um, so the book is so it's called Soldier, um, and I've basically kind of looked at my life and looked at kind of why I've done things and, and, and all the knowledge that I, I learned whilst in the special forces. And I've basically just broken it down into chapters. Um, so the chapters themselves are written soldier. So S O L D I E R. Um, and they all mean something individual, which all equates to being the best soldier that you can be. But okay. Also that you can take that and put it into anything that you do, whether you're in a sports team or so basically you want to put it into your nine to five the skills or whatever that it is. We were talking about, that mindset, yeah, bringing that across to, in a way where everyone can understand and apply it to their life. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So okay. like S is uh, self. Okay, it's yeah. all about you know being the best version of yourself and understanding yeah. yourself. Um, o is opportunity, and you know we've talked about opportunity on this podcast. And, yeah, you know that's 
essentially what I've done throughout my life is seize opportunity. Yeah. Uh, L's leadership uh, talks about leadership. Um, D's danger and like my relationship to it. And again, like fear of failure and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, intelligence. So uh, emotional intelligence, academic um, adaptability. Um, e is excellence. So obviously something that you do in the special forces is try and be the best, try and be excel in everything that you do. And then resilience, which is, you know, getting through difficult shit. Final bite, mate. <laughs> Sick. I'm looking forward to it. Cheers. I'm definitely yeah. not going to read it, but I'll audio book it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my <laughs> voice. Sure. So, is it going to be your voice? Yeah, 100%. Oh, fucking yes. Yeah. And anyone that listens to this anyway, if they like your voice, they're probably going to buy both anyway. So sure. I'm excited for it. Cheers, mate. I'm excited for Same. it. I can't wait. I've got one more question. Before we finish up, I heard rumors that you're going to race or something. Yeah, so I signed, signed to a, a race team for next season. That's mad. Hopefully the season after, yeah. So you're going to, can you race? Are you learning to race or what's that about? The funniest thing is that I signed to the race team without them ever seeing me race or drive a car. That's what, talking, <laughs> that's what happens when you climb Everest twice. <laughs> um, nah, like, do you know what? Like we talk about opportunity and- New chapter. Mate, I love doing fucking exciting stuff. Sick. And and racing cars is fucking exciting to me. Like yeah. climbing mountains is exciting. Yeah. And um yeah, I got the opportunity during lockdown and instantly just said yeah. And um like the cars are Prague Prague R uh, one Evo it's called. Okay. So it's like a tiny not a tiny little car, but it's like a full aero car. Okay. Produces like three hundred and fifteen brake horsepower. It's weighs six hundred kg. Um, so it's like a serious bit of kit. That's um, mad. So yeah, I'm going to be racing that for the next year. When's the first day on the track? Uh, so I've been I've started already. So I've been been going on the tra uh, track most weeks. Um, and then, so I do my race license tomorrow. Actually, oh sick. Yeah, up at Mallory. And then sick. And then I should be jumping in the Praga to get used to the Praga then. And then the first race in the um, in the event is next March. He'll be writing about that on book two. <laughs> hey, if he could, if he called driver. <laughs> hey, you get good at that because then I want to come sit in the passenger seat and see what it's yeah, like. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I'll be buzzing. 100%. Hey, um, I could talk to you all day, but you know what? I'm going to save that for another podcast. I want to say thank you for coming. And I really appreciate your time, bro. And um, for anyone that's listening, <laughs> where can they find you? You know where to find him, bruv. Make sure you buy his book yeah subscribe to the channel to the podcast to youtube and everything and for people that don't know where to find you where can they find you um probably on instagrams that i'm most active so okay. j double underscore morton yeah twitter facebook boom there you go i always hate saying that. i don't know why tinder uh, tinder <laughs> swipe up grinder yeah uh, <laughs> i always i always hate saying that different like, name though where can we find you i'm like bruv i know where to fucking find you that's how i got you here do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. and if anyone you else find anyone now, <laughs> yeah, google Just google, yeah. <laughs> google but um yes guys i'll chat to you guys soon peace and love and thank you again for coming on